Hi everyone, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Anthony Toma, your host, along with my co-host here, Esty. Uh, we are uh, here today with uh, Nebras Hanna from the Southfield Funeral Home. Um, I know all of you are wondering, the Southfield Funeral Home, what are we going to do now? You know, what are we going to talk about? But So Nebras is going to bring everybody up on the way things go today compared to the way they were before and give you, you know, the funeral etiquette and, and a little bit more about uh, the whole process and planning and all that good stuff. So Nebras, why don't you uh, talk a little bit, introduce yourself and talk a little bit about uh, yourself briefly. Well, first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for having me here. Sure. Um, as you introduced me, my name is Nebras Hanna from Southfield Funeral Home. I've uh, been doing, been in this industry for going on nine years now. Okay. Um, a little bit about my, my, my background. I've actually come from finance and accounting. Okay. All right. So that's how I started. Two I started, different things. Yeah. Started uh, actually started the Holy Sepulchre Cemetery doing financials there and then part sales. Oh really? Wow! And that's how I had met Jerry. And for three years he was after me, and I'm like, nah, that business is not me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, it's just not something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And um, after so long at the cemetery doing sales and kind of like seeing how the families were coping with death and how I played my role, kind of helped them mm -hmm. pick out the spots for their loved ones and everything. Kind of gave me an, like an, I don't know how to explain it, but like a calling. Ma yeah, maybe yeah. that. Um, so kind of made me feel like I was doing something mm -hmm. for the family that was putting them at ease. Mm. So three years passed by. That's when Jerry came in. I'm like, all right, fine. Okay. I'll come in, and that was in 2015. Mm -hmm. Made the transition from the cemetery to funeral. Yeah. Ever so now your partner there? Uh, just this uh, starting January 1st. Tony. Oh. So Anthony Yono. Yep. Tony Yono. Yep. Jerry Tony. Son, uh, him and I became partners. Oh, good. Jerry retired. Um, of course, he's always welcome. He still has his keys. He's always yeah. there, you know. <laughs> um, that's, so, um, what else? Um, just tell us a little bit about what goes on today with, with a funeral, the whole process. Like, somebody say somebody passes away. Or let's go back. Let's so before someone passes away, mm -hmm. like a, a pre-buying or pre pre-planning. Pre-planning steps. So let's talk about pre-planning, and then after pre-planning, we'll talk about the way the funeral goes down and and the changes that are that the, the current way it is, and then maybe touch on the way it used to be. Okay, so what it is right now, um, our people we're trying to educate our community on pre-planning. Mm -hmm. Uh, as you guys know, and I'm sure you guys have been through around, around funerals, um, people wait to the last second. Mm -hmm. yeah. God forbid somebody passes away, then they'll start picking up phone calls, call the funeral home, call this, call the church, call do everything. Right. You're just in the, you know, you're just going crazy, and you're trying to do everything for the very next day, if not the day after that. Mm -hmm. We're trying to educate a lot of people on pre-planning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pre-planning, um, the way it works, you set up an appointment with the funeral home, you go kind of pick out everything. How does that. one go How does one go about setting up a, a, an appointment with a funeral home? Like how would we set up an appointment with you? So for example, you call us at the office. Where are we going to call? Southfield Funeral Home. Okay. Um, you call us, tell us that, you know, we want to come out pre-planned. Mm -hmm. We'll set up an appointment. We'll have you come in. Um, we'll tell you exactly what you need to bring in with you. Okay. We'll walk you through all the steps of what 
we're gonna do today, mm -hmm. which is technically planning the whole funeral for whoever the loved one is while they're still alive. But, so you're, we don't, we're not gonna like identify one. We're gonna say there's five people in my family. This is what. Or are you saying when you know someone's like sick? Um, so we try to uh, try to educate them to come even before they're on the urge of passing. Anything. Okay. It's like life insurance, yes. basically. So the steps are, you know, first we'll, we'll get the, the cemetery property. Mm -hmm. Let's say the family has six people in the family. I got you. Okay. We get a family mm -hmm. plot. Yep. And then you kind of designate or who just, goes where. Yeah, who, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a touchy subject, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but wow. that's why but our it's necessary. It's listen. It's part of life. Yeah. And the and the, si and the size of the plot doesn't change anyway, right? No. So they could be little big. No. Wow. Rich or poor, same. Rich or, yeah, How many yeah. do you guys have left? <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's a lot of property. So we yeah. personally don't own the cemetery. Mm -hmm. uh, funeral home can go to any cemetery anywhere in the technically okay. in the country. Yeah. Uh, but obviously we stay local. Why are most Chaldeans buried, or maybe all Chaldeans buried that pass away in the area buried at the Holy Sepulchre? Because everybody at the beginning to start off, you know, obviously in Detroit, they moved up to Southfield. Mm -hmm. That's the Catholic cemetery. Mm -hmm. That was kind of central of everything. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you notice, we've been going to Whitechapel a lot. Whitechapel is Catholic also? No, Whitechapel is not Catholic. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so why are Chaldeans being buried in... Like Convenience. A, okay. Where is that? For, for the east side. On 18 and Crooks in Troy. Okay. Yeah, east side people. Um, okay. Convenience. And what's the difference? I mean... If you lived your life right properly and you you went to confession and you confessed, you're you're still going to end up in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. You have the answer to that for sure. I'm not, I'm not a priest, but <laughs> right. I can you see a lot of like <laughs> angels. <and everything>. So, <laughs> does it matter if it's Catholic or not? To some people, don't care. Me personally, I would rather be in the Catholic cemetery. I yeah. agree. Now we do try to educate the east side community there are catholic cemeteries on the east side oh there are there's in rochester there's in clinton township okay. that we service those cemeteries also mm -hmm. but white chapel i mean it's a great cemetery it's convenient it's convenient it's center of everything mm -hmm. troy is the center right now now on their headstones they can put a cross right yeah you can okay it, even in chapel? the even not yeah the white chapel doesn't is it christian is that what it is it's no it's all the um so it can be Anything? Jew, it can, uh, Jewish, wow. it can be uh, Muslims, it can be, um, you know, anybody. Yeah. The headstone, obviously, the headstone represents the, per the person that's slain. Okay, there. well, that's fine. That yeah. can, you can put whatever you want on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's go back real quick on the, yep. the pre-need. So we got the cemetery covered. You know, we planned uh, whatever the family plot is, um, whichever section or whichever cemetery that the family chooses. Mm -hmm. Then what we recommend is, especially for the elderly, I want to say about maybe 60 or higher, to do a pre-planning for a funeral home individually. Mm -hmm. So what we do with that, um, we open an escrow account. Yeah. Let's say, for example, total cost is 4000 We put that money in the escrow account. That money cannot be touched by the state. It can be pulled by the beneficiary, but there'll be penalty. Mm -hmm but the state cannot touch it. What I mean by that is, so God forbid, if that person ends up going to a nursing home, the state exhausts all that individual's money first before the state starts dishing out any, any mm. kind of funds. Yeah. That money for the escrow account cannot be touched. Right. So you're kind of securing yourself for that. And that kind of 
takes the burden away from the children to be paying for the funeral. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I wanted to ask, I mean, I have so many questions because not often that we meet with someone in this industry. Um, but like, what is the average cost? It could be for, for one person as the cemetery and a funeral home combined or yeah, just in general, like when somebody passes away, what's, what's the, what are some of the expenses that go into something like that? So for the funeral home itself, could be anywhere between 2700 to whatever you want to spend. Mm-hmm. And that's the casket included, vault included, um, not the headstone. Yeah. Um, cemetery kind of depends on whichever cemetery that you're choosing. It mm-hmm. could be like, for example, Holy Sepulchre. Mm-hmm. The, the plots and the, so the digging fees, you're looking at about 3900 mm. Yeah, but roughly wow. about 3800 and could be it could go up to seven thousand, right? D- but that's depends. like one one time, right? That's a one time payment. Everything's mm-hmm. a one time payment, correct? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, depending on cemeteries, some cemeteries are cheaper. Some you know all fluctuates. Yeah. But the funeral home cost is kind of doesn't matter what cemetery we service; it's mm-hmm. the same cost. And like Anthony was saying the other um, before this conversation, like it used to be like a three day, like someone passed away. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing more like a one to two day. What are you seeing as like the the new? We're actually not even seeing two days. Um, yeah. yeah. If anything, it's one day yeah. before the funeral. So like, let's say if this mm-hmm. funeral is tomorrow, then we'd have a visitation today from like four to eight or whatever the family chooses. Mm-hmm. And the following day we go to the church and have the mass and go to the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Now we're kind of shifting more to same day. Yeah. So family will come in at eight o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. have a hour, at the Southfield so, Funeral Home. At the at the Southfield Funeral Home. Yeah. Um, have an hour to have some closure with their loved one. Mm-hmm. And we drive off to the cemetery, and then I'm wow. sorry, we drive off to the church, and then from the church we go to the cemetery, mm-hmm. and then obviously we go to Tazia afterwards, whatever banquet hall they, they, they choose. choose yeah. yeah, just one day. How do you feel like COVID impacted? I feel like it made it become one day. Mm, no. Okay. So prior COVID, we were still shifting this way. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. COVID just made it a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, made our wedding smaller or funerals yeah. smaller. <laughs> Everything. Funerals didn't get smaller. Communion's still, still yeah. the same size. Just kidding. Yeah. Funerals, I mean, we still. Yeah. We're averaging at least 250 people per funeral, and that's at minimum. Um, so, still, yeah. still a lot of yeah. number. Did you feel bad for the families during COVID that like couldn't? really have during COVID was miserable mm-hmm. yeah. there was one I shouldn't say one um, all of our clergy helped out as much as they could um, cemeteries were not allowing families to come in besides mm-hmm. just myself and a clergy member wow. um, I will call out Father Pierre he was I mean he him and Bishop Francis uh, Bishop Francis kind of dedicated Father Pierre and Father Pierre took that upon himself also to dedicate all his time to just service funerals mm. during that time, um, and he was he was with us every single day. That's so nice. Um, it was sad. It was Zero. sad. That, it was sad that I'm sitting there with the phone trying to record Zoom while the family's watching it through Zoom, and then while he's doing the prayers, and it's just me and him and the cemetery staff. My goodness. Not even one family member. They wouldn't allow. In the beginning, they wouldn't allow any family members. That's so sad. They would keep them kind of by the gateway. And wow. then after the after everything is done, the cemetery staff has left, then the family members can come out. Oh my goodness. It was horrible. So terrible. It was horrible. We Sorry want, you had to go through that. 
we went through a lot of complaining, a lot of fighting with the Diocese of Detroit because yeah. the Diocese of Detroit owned uh, Holy Sepulchre. Wow. And um, little after little, they start easing their, their rules a little bit, allow, allowing 10 people and then 25 people. But yeah. the di 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 what do you call them? Archdiocese. Archdiocese. The Archdiocese really didn't support the, the, the people of the church. Like they really looked like they were against the, the people. Like it was, it was, it was a strange time in the schools, especially like where they took the side of, of the, the masks mandates and all the mandates. And they went, they went really hard left it was, it was kind of depressing. It, it was, it's, it is sad to say it kind of looked like that. Mm -hmm. um, now, now, I can't speak for Archdiocese of Detroit, but right. they were trying to follow whatever the regulations that were put up by the state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, what we didn't understand is we were outside. Yeah. Yeah. So even California, you mentioned hard left, even California. And we have a funeral home that we deal with in California all the wow. time. Mm -hmm. And I called them like, you know, Robert, how is it going over there? What's going on? There was oh, hundreds of people at the cemetery. Nobody cares. Wow. Those are all outside. I'm yeah. like, how are you, you know, California doing yeah. this, and you're not letting us yeah. have more than 10 people or 25 people? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, did they look out for their community? I want to say they wanted to. Yeah. But their hands their were intentions tight. were 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 good, but the the result was bad. I mean, I'm shocked you said like at one point there was zero family members. They wouldn't yeah. even allow one to two. They wouldn't that's allow anybody. That's so that's depressing. Yeah. But I'm glad that things have changed mm -hmm. and now you're seeing it's mostly back to normal. Now everything's back to normal. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, everything's literally back to normal now. There's no, yeah. no more mandates, no more nothing at the cemeteries. Mm -hmm. um, we could have thousands of people if we really want to. Um, yeah. But it was a sad time. Yeah, I feel like the people who had, unfortunately, like that situation for their family member, they could do a one year or three year, five year anniversary and have like the funeral they were meant to have. You know, it's a good nice. question for you. I've been loving, I think, the celebration of life that people have been doing. Mm -hmm. That's like new in our community. So what have you seen with that? I wish every family would do that. Thank you. Um, a lot of people might not agree with me, but... We have one life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, live it, enjoy it. All of our times are going to come. We're just visiting. But I so aren't people aren't, aren't people coming? I mean, obviously they're coming to you. Mm -hmm. Why why can't you make that recommendation? Why can't you develop a package that that is based on the celebration of life instead of a, a, a package? And I don't I don't know all your packages or what you offer or what recommendations you make. But why can't it be like? Let's do a celebration of life instead of a A, B, C, D. So I would say probably another five to ten years, if maybe sooner. Yeah. That's going to be the new normal. I okay. Great. Um, as of right now, my own parents mm -hmm. will, will call me crazy if I was doing something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So what? Let them call you crazy. Yeah. So our, you know. Our they call elder. Elon Musk crazy. They call Einstein crazy. They call everybody crazy. Yeah. So be yeah. the be the guy. Mm -hmm. Our um our elderly in our mm -hmm. community, mm -hmm. they take that very disrespectful. They want to grieve. Right, they right. want to be sad. They yeah. want to what is it called? Like uh, wail. Mourn. Mourn and wailing. I mean, you know that we don't need all that. Yeah. It's, no. 
I get it. You know, yeah. death is tragic. Death is sad. Mm -hmm. um, there is mourning. I mean, you can mourn a person with a prayer. Mm -hmm. That's better than going, you know, more. What's, uh, wailing. wailing. Have you wailing. seen the wailing decrease a little bit? A lot. Thank a God. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, I actually do understand somewhat why they do it. It probably is like a physical release of emotion. But now when the, you hire somebody to come there and wail. No. Not the hiring, but those ladies. That that, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. They yeah. lost their job. <laughs> Unfortunately, they don't do that. Yeah. Now they go, they they go back to their husbands and <laughs> scream at their husbands all day. The good yeah. thing that they, yeah, they don't do that anymore. I'm curious how like this is so random but i'm curious how the funerals in like our old villages are compared to like the oh, way we do it that's actually a great question okay so <laughs> i'll take you back all the way to iraq take me back uh, um <laughs> and I'll are you vaccinated before we take um, you back there oh my god uh, anthony we plane. can't talk about these things <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> um so when i was uh when i was a kid my dad's uncle is a priest back home okay in the village um I was not your little angel boy out there. <laughs> okay. I was pretty much, I was a troublemaker. Okay. So my dad's uncle, Father Qriyakos Alam Hasil, he would grab me by my ear and he would make me come stand right in front of the casket, hold the cross, mm -hmm. because from there, you know, you leave the church and then you just go to the next door to the cemetery. Yeah. And as they're walking, carrying the casket, the priest and the deacons will be praying as they're going to the cemetery. So I would be that person seven years old, eight years old, holding that cross in front of the casket, mm. walking God. from the mass, going to the, going to that's the cemetery. That's crazy. Wow. And look at you now. Yeah. So that's when, when I started everything, you know, with the cemetery and my mom was like to me, do you remember when he, you know, Amokasha used to do that to you? I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, look, you went to school for accounting, finance, and all this, and now you're back to what you were doing when exactly. you were seven years old. Oh my gosh. So, that's but, amazing. That is your calling. That is your calling. Yeah. You seem like it's a perfect fit for you. Um, but like what you just said, you know, sparked something in my mind. So we used to have a cemetery on like the church. I'm kind of surprised as a community, we don't have this like a oh, plot of land. Back in the day. It's not even ours. It's not yeah, Chaldean. Yeah. It's not Catholic Chaldean. Yeah, it's by the diocese. Um, at one point there was a talk that we wanted to do something. Yeah. Of course, the church would have to be involved, but if you find the perfect land yeah. between east and west to yeah. please both communities. Yeah. But there's so much land and there's so many business, like uh, people who own land. I'm kind of surprised they never were like, let's make a Chaldean only. Yeah. So you'll need at least minimum 100 acres. 100? Holy step is 420 acres. Oh my God. You know, it's funny you mentioned that too, because I'm in real estate and <laughs> me and my coworker were talking about how maybe in 100 years, what are they going to do with all these cemeteries when people are going to need more land for housing? So, mm -hmm. as long as it's a Catholic cemetery, yeah. they ain't going nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> do you think like random ones, like old random ones that people haven't they visited, do it. are going to start? They do it. Land is going to be rare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the cemetery rule is that um, the cemetery uh, goes so the, kind of the, the city inherits the cemetery after 100 years after the last person has been buried. Okay, 100 years. 100 years. So now think about it like this. Mm -hmm. um, this was prior to cremations. Mm -hmm. Cremations now, like especially, you know, Take Apple Bonds, Polish, yeah. Italians. It's more eco-friendly to do a cremation. They, they will do five burials in one plot because mm -hmm. you just 
you're burying the, the ashes. Yeah. yeah. So that counts as a burial. Mm-hmm. Now, is the cemetery ever going to close down? Right. We're not going to see I don't the think day. it's going to, I don't think ours are, but like maybe the randoms that like people haven't, you know, like land s- is going to be very scarce and it's our so population. So the, the small cemeteries that you see by parishes, mm-hmm. as long as that parish is still standing, nothing's going to happen yeah. to that cemetery. Yeah. Um, bigger cemeteries, then yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to live today to see it. Yeah. Put it that way. How do you feel about cremation? Like, we're definitely doing more. Mm-hmm. Um, is that our thing? Not really. Okay. Um, like, personally, I wouldn't want to be cremated. Okay. But of course, you know, it's it's up to the family. Yep. It's, it's the family's choice. Yeah. Um, we are start. We we do start seeing it more happening every year. Yeah, I normally see it in our community. Why do you feel like people choose that as? you know, just more of their beliefs or more like what would make someone want to do that as opposed to regular? Um, I would say probably being more Americanized and seeing what other cultures are doing. Yeah. And saying like, you know what, I'm not different than so-and-so. Yeah. Why should I just be straight like what Chaldeans do and keep doing what Chaldeans do for generations and generations? Mm-hmm. I'm a true believer of all, you know, of all of our cultures, all of everything that we do. Mm-hmm. So. To me, you know, you have to be buried yeah. traditionally. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah. But I can't force that to anybody. Yeah. If they want to be cremated, then that's up to them. Of course. Do you want to say something in Sureth to the audience for the Sureth speaking, maybe the older generation about pre-planning or, or something like that? So pre-planning, um Mahadri. ليه بيعزدوتو طالب محضروتو من ديان طالب يعني موتة هرزي آثو إلا ما هاد أوضق ليه بنأرقف من موتة بس كنت محضروتو كل ما يدعو حاضر يلوخ لزي أو لزي حراش الزام بايش لك لك بايش لك بايش يقرأ لك تلقوخ لاب قريه لك بايش يقرأ طالب يلوخ داعي أني بدفع بار طالب بعد مكلفة دفنة بعد مكلفة مقبرة Oh, you know what? You gotta say it all in one because he's. I What's do you guys have a lot of uh, Kalyan, um Just say something simple, you know, like pre-planning. Uh, uh, say just like the simple part, like like don't forget to pre-plan to to my sort of speaking audience. Don't forget to pre-plan. It's gonna happen. We we have to plan for it. If you plan for it, you're gonna be better. It's easier on your kids, easier on your family. It's a simple process. You just come to you know call us at Walaraqam and call us at the and we'll talk to you then. Have something short. So, تعالي من نأخذك محكي سورة عجب إذا من نأخذ يعني. أهم شيء إله طالب محضروته تجينوخه لقبوت الشوقت إني ولدي هاي فايش كله يقرأ اللي يلاخه محضروته طلاخه كل من يذهب قامة بيش طو إله أدب أخذ المهد بقوته طلاخه تجينوخه سو إيه بعدم خبروتني عن جاو two four eight five six nine eight zero eight zero طالب سافيل فينهم yeah okay that's nice so that so now our Chaldean speaking our elderly they know how to get ready they'll they'll 
they'll grab their sons and daughters by the ear now and bring them to the Southfield Funeral Home and get it done. But you'll be surprised right. how many people are scared to do that. Well, it's okay. It's a touchy subject. It's, it's very so, Some just subject. don't know. Yeah. So if they don't know, now they know and they should be prepared. Yeah. So I'll tell you this right now and um, I'm sure my dad doesn't watch uh, or <laughs> hasn't seen this, uh, but he's not that, that type of person to be preparing for anything. Of course. Mm -hmm. uh, of course. My it's mom a, is the complete opposite. It's a taboo. It's like Brony Mathe and Kudamindi. Everything to be set. Yep. Wow. But my dad's like, no. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a very touchy subject. Um, you know, I don't think people want to think about yeah. leaving. I actually asked you this question, like, how does it impact you to work in this industry? So I impact me a lot. I do enjoy every second of my life. Um, even my wife tells me for somebody that deals with depression all day long, you're smiling all day long. It's <laughs> beautiful. Um, and I tell her, I'm like, you know, I come home two little boys and a baby girl. God I bless. look at them, I'm like, you know what? This is my life. Yeah. Why shouldn't I be happy? Absolutely. Yeah. Until, the day, until the day that God calls me, then you know what? Yeah. So be it. That was my day. But I want everybody to think about that for a second. Always enjoy your life. You know, we're, we're not here forever. Mm -hmm. Live every moment. Don't kill yourself working. Don't kill yourself with stress. Stress is the number one killer in our community. Yeah. yeah. Especially in our community. I believe it. Stress is the number one killer. Um, money is going to come and go no matter what. Such good reminders. Yeah. And you see this every day, you know, you witness families mourning, right? Like every shattered. Day. So it's broken apart. It's so terrible. for you, it's been a positive impact because you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I get to like yeah. live with my family and you know, you know what's going to happen more. I think sometimes our community doesn't realize we don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about that. But it's sad. It, that shouldn't be that way. Like, you shouldn't that's the most human thing about us is that we die. You shouldn't be scared of, of I mean, it's it's going to happen. You shouldn't mm -hmm. be scared of dying. You just have to be ready. Just be ready with God and and be ready. You shouldn't be scared. Like, Father Pierre and I are very close and I tell mm -hmm. him all the time. I'm like, just make sure you smoke the whole church with Bismol. Yeah. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> so, the, and they all know, all the clergy. I tell them, I joke around with them, all of them. I tell them, look, when, when it's my day, it's just going to be probably just us and my wife and the kids and then just smoke out the whole church. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. God. So, uh, no, it's very, very... Another thing yeah. that you brought up earlier um, about wearing black. Yeah. Let me, let me tell them. I asked him, was it before or during? It was before. Yeah, so I said, you know, just talking about our culture and traditions, like how do you feel about people wearing black for a year? I think some people wear it for longer than a year. Mm -hmm. So me personally, I think till the 40th, after the 40th, mm -hmm. you don't need to be wearing black. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to celebrate that person. Yeah. You don't want to make your life feel miserable for, you know, every single day, for a year, for over a year. There's some people that I know that have been wearing black for over five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's I wear it by choice, but yeah, yeah. I was gonna say asking about black when you, your choice of color is black. It is. So um, it's not a sin not to wear black. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not. Um, God didn't tell us just because we lost a loved one that we have to um, punish ourselves. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't do that to ourselves. We should enjoy our life. True. Pray for our loved ones. That's how. That's how we'll celebrate celebrate their life instead of just crying every single day. There's times that we're going to cry, of course. Yeah. There's times that we're going to be very sad. We're going to miss our people. Mm -hmm. That's 100%. Nobody's telling you not to. Yeah. But just don't 
carry it over year over year over year. Yeah. How do you feel about people like going out or going on vacation after losing someone? Because I'm not going to lie, this community judges when actually people just went through the hardest thing in their life. The best thing would be to enjoy their life. But what do you think about traditions of doing that? Traditions, I mean, traveling, I don't think uh, really, I mean, unless you're very, very old mentality, then yeah. yeah. They, you're canceling everything for a year, but that's yeah. it shouldn't be like that. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people that, you know, they lose their loved one, and a couple a month later they they have going on vacation. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. Um, canceling weddings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It happens a lot. Also, non-canceling weddings happens a lot. Also. Yeah. I mean, this is not. Yes, we love our grandma. We love our grandpa. Um, mm -hmm. But this is not back home. That you know, let's say. Three weeks from now is my wedding. Yeah. And I lost I lost my grandpa. It's not like back home I can just cancel and move it over th right. two, three, Next four week. months sure. or whatever, you know. Because <clears throat> here, you know, US everything is different. You have, you have your floors, you have your banquet hall, you have everything. everything. If you're canceling that, you've got to wait at least another year or so. Yeah. yeah so, and I, I think it's another it's another good opportunity to to celebrate that person and to mention them during the speech or to mention true. them during the wedding. And then, you know. And and celebrate them again. You know, it's it's especially if especially if so, if it's like a grandma or grandpa, for example, and you know they're eighties or nineties. Yeah, yeah. You know, they lived their life. Why not celebrate? Them? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I think the whole the whole funeral situation needs to be a celebration of life, like mm -hmm. you said, and and like 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 I guess what what your vision is for it is is to celebrated and not to mourn it you mm -hmm. know so if 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 people will just open up and, and i mean you go to american funerals and they're like it's like not everything's white everything's bright everyone's got a smile everyone's telling stories everyone's laughing everyone it's, it's a beautiful thing yeah. and i think and i wish that's the way it would be for, for us too yeah so i don't know if you guys um attended um Chris Petros's funeral. So yeah, yeah. So his celebration of life was mm -hmm. was magical. I know. Yeah. I love that. It's beautiful. And that's honestly, if we could, if we can do that for almost every funeral. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be beautiful. That's right? so healing. But it should be. It should. We should call it the Chris, Chris Petros effect. Mm -hmm. That should yeah, be. Yeah, he was one of the first to do that. Yeah, that was. It was. It was a great one, man. It was great. <laughs> it was a great guy. That's amazing. I agree. I think it's like you know, as someone who's lost a parent, I think having that celebration of life is healing because you're spending that time with others celebrating. Mm -hmm. um, where like normally when you grieve, you'll have little pockets of it where it's like a sad and then a happy. But from what I've seen with Chris and like God rest her soul, Diana, like. You get to really talk about this person and celebrate them kind of like a wedding. Yeah. And we don't do that often. I mean, you want to share their stories. You want to live their moments yeah. that they have lived and experienced. And yeah, that's the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, You're celebrating them going to heaven, right? Like we have yeah. baptism, we have communion, we have weddings. We should have the most amazing part of going to heaven. Like that should be. Yeah, everything else gets celebrated. Definitely. I mean, maybe that would change people's views about dying yeah. is if we like celebrate it more. For sure. We should um, get Father Pierre in here. Yeah. I, I would love to have him. We would love to have him for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you could talk to him and ask him to, to come on, we'd, we'd love to hear, you know, we'd love to, to, to 
to broadcast his message and, and his, you know, everything that he wants to our people to be and, and things that are missing in, in a lot of our, in a lot of our people's lives that he could probably shed some light on and, and, yeah. you know, tune them into be great. Yeah. Him, him and I, like I said, went through a lot mm -hmm. for funerals and, um, and I mentioned his name a couple of times. So for all the other clergy members, you know, I love you all. <laughs> what church is he at? Father Pierre is at uh, St. Thomas. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll have him on. What else do you want people to know about this industry that mo many people might not know? Um, another thing is monuments, memorials, yeah. uh, headstones. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that the funeral homes do the headstones. They think that just a cemetery or a, a monument company that will do that. Um, for us, especially for me, that's, I keep most of my focus on monuments, mm -hmm. large projects, uh, even if it's small headstones, I take my time with those, perfect them because that's going to be there forever. Yeah. Sweet. So we don't want to just make something that just looks blonde and just put it at the cemetery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that it's perfect. It's beautiful that every time the family Custom. goes to, yeah, correct. Every time the family goes to visit. Mm -hmm. They see their loved one, and of course, they they want to see something beautiful, yeah. Yeah. something that just um, done fast and lousy and whatever. So, for those of you who are that do order a lot of granites and stuff, uh, we ask that just be patient. We try to make them beautiful, but that takes a lot of time. Yeah, for sure. So. What's the average time for like a head uh, monument? Um, it used to be well for smaller headstones. It used to be about four to six weeks. Now it's about roughly about eight to nine weeks. Okay. It's not too bad. Um, larger monuments used to be about six months. Now we're looking about a year and some, all that because A of, year, wow. Yeah. Um, it's, it's detailed, it's giant, it's, it takes yeah. a lot it's of work. It's not, um, it's more of coring the granite. Mm -hmm. Coring the granite? Yes. Really? Um, granite comes from so all of the- There's a shortage now? Even the photos, the <laughs> ceramic photos that we make for memorials, mm -hmm. even that is being shorted. Oh. Um, granite is, we get granite from all over the country. I mean, even outside of the country. Mm -hmm. Depends, some from South Africa, some from South America, all, all over the place. Gotcha. Um, there's this quarry that I deal with all the time that were staffing 400, 420 people. <clears throat> They're down to 105. Oof. So that's wow. delaying everything. Wow, so, that's unbelievable. Just for our viewers, like, what is the average cost or the, you know, scale of the cost for those? For monuments? Sure. Uh, well, the flat headstones, for example, those that just sit on the grave, mm -hmm. those can be anywhere between seven hundred to fourteen hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. um, customized monuments, uh, if you go up to like say seven feet tall, wow. six feet wide, you're looking, could you know, depending on how custom we're going, it could be anywhere between twenty to fifty thousand. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it could go a lot higher, too. So if you have a, like, so our family has uh, the Hanaka Shimon one. Mm -hmm. Now, there are others, like, his children, well, children are buried within, right? Mm -hmm. Is Does it make sense to put a monument, like, put next to a monument? Or is the monument the, the one, the main one? So the monument is the main one that represents the whole family. Correct. Like in Europe, and you say, you said, it says, it says, and then yeah. that represents the Qashem'un family. Yeah. And everybody 
God rest their soul, that are buried there, mm -hmm. will have an individual plaque. Yep. And that will have their information, date of birth, date of death, and et cetera. But the monument will, is considered as a family monument. The, for, for the entire family. Correct. So you drive through, you see Yono and Situ and Kleshamon and yeah, it's all, it's Yeldu yeah. and 15 Yeldus, 25 different Yeldus. Unfortunately, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of Yeldus, the best people. And that's another thing also um, that you, we're talking about monuments, and I want to bring this up. For those of you that do prefer Whitechapel, just understand that, and we explain this to everybody. Whitechapel does not allow anything above ground. Everything has to be flat. Whoa, that's different. Yeah, yeah. they don't, and it has to be bronze only. Yeah. Hmm. So, because we did, we we get a lot of phone calls, people asking us saying, "Oh, you know, Nebraska, we bought ten graves. You know, we want to put some a statue for the family." I'm sorry, we cannot do that at that no, cemetery. Wow. The cemetery does not allow it. No gotcha. Well, so we close out every show by asking the, the, the guest, what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? What does it mean to me to be Chaldean? I mean, culture. Yep. What can I say? Um, our values. Mm -hmm. um, our families. I don't think there's another community that's, that has stronger family ethics than, than us. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank I hope uh, everyone got uh, an earful and the enough information to kind of make some some life decisions and death decisions and to give you a call. And if they have any other questions, they should give you a call, set up a pre-planning and go from there. Thanks yes. for joining us. Thank you for having me. And obviously it was a pleasure. And Hopefully we don't scare any viewers. No, no. Thank you for what you do. What you know, your role Absolutely. is so important in our it really community, is. and we really appreciate you. Our team is uh, we we treat our families like their own our own family. That's what makes us kind of unique. Uh, from myself, Anthony, Yono, uh, Veronica, Justin. I mean, we literally treat every family that comes through our door like our own personal families. I feel like you guys do provide like a sense of comfort Absolutely. when you guys are like a stranger. So mm -hmm. I do. For yeah. sure. I and I, I can't wait for the culture shift uh, to the celebration of life. Yeah. And I hope you spearhead that. Well, if I go anytime soon. <laughs> you'll if any of us go anytime soon, have a celebration yeah. of life you'll, for us. You'll be enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank to, thanks to everyone for joining us. Thank you all. Appreciate Bye -bye. it.